Peace. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Podcast. This is a part two to a previous episode. So check out the episode title to find out where you can find part one. Thank you all for tuning in and enjoy. So I want to move on to the idea of what we're experiencing now with Black Lives Matter and everything that we have said. It's been a beautiful, beautiful conversation. I want us to remember it in answering these questions. Um, So thinking about the Black Lives Matter movement, what do you feel that your role is in this? Because we've had a lot, we hear about a lot of people of different cultures saying, I'm an ally, Um, I'm I'm an ally, I'm black, I'm part of the black community, different things, I have to deal with my family. So what do you feel is your role in the Black Lives Matter movement? And um, hold on one second. I just got a text, Aaron's mom asked what's on my shirt. I do want to share it. Um, this is Justice or Else. Like that. Nice. Yay. So in what year was this? 2000. I forget what year this was. I think 2015 or 2014. I think it was 15 when you went there. 15. Okay, thank you. So it was the, you're good. It was the <laughs> anniversary of the Million Man March. So we did it again, except invited more than just um, men. But um, to invite the Black family all together, including our Latino family um, and Asian family, but inviting the Black family again to the um, Washington, D.C. for a movement, um, we united again. It was called the Justice or Else Movement. So when you see that hashtag, that's what we're referring to. Um, a lot of pe- people who participated in that. Thank you. Um, yeah, no problem. I got you. But back to the question, um, what do you feel your role is in the Black Lives Matter movement? No, I'm black. <laughs> so what's your role? Hey man, I'm out here. I'm 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 out here yelling. I'm saying my voice. Um, unfortunately, like with the protests going around Central Florida, I never get tagged in any of the dates and times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I haven't had the benefit to actually go out there. I did finally get tagged in one of them. So you know what I'm saying? Your boy tried to make a trip to Walmart. It's a thing, but like, what's up there? Um, but like, I'm really out here. Like, I I never, you know how they always say like you can't judge police officers off a few bad apples. I never once came across a good apple. Damn. Never once. The only good apple I could say I ever came across was Deputy Leapers, mm-hmm. and he was the school deputy. Yeah. He had nothing to do with me. <laughs> Whenever I was driving, who have you ever been pulled over for left the median? who left the median have you ever heard of that no what's that left the median exactly i got pulled over for that bitch (laughs) is that exactly yo what what did that mean i I didn't even know i had to google it (laughs) the guy literally pulled me over i had me and my three homeboys in the car Uh uh-huh he's gonna just like he had his gun ready you know what i'm saying and i never i never had a police officer come to my car with their hand down on their gun i thought that was regular procedure Yo. You know what I'm saying? I always thought that was regular procedure until I got pulled over with a white friend. And it wasn't. He came out like this. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, let the meeting, I, I got pulled over because I was driving too close to the fucking line. On a, I do that all the time. In Florida, it's, you know, people be driving backwards, upside down, everything. Wrong way. Everywhere. Of, wrong way. Bro, I've been, I've been it's told. It's World War Three every time. Okay, every time I pick her up from the airport, I've been, I've been, through a hurricane. I've been pulled out of cars. I've been put on cuffs just to sit on the curb. 
I remember one time I was eating fries in the mall and there was a fight that happened. I didn't even know. I walk outside 10 minutes after the fight. Everybody already in cuffs. The white kids who started the fight weren't in cuffs. But then I get put in the cuff and I get banned from life from the mall. I'm telling you, they wrong. I'm they telling you, like they wrong, right? My that. mom and I go back to the mall. I said, show me the camera. And I'm like, my mom showing the camera. This show my, my chubby ass eating some fries. <laughs> Like when that whole thing happened, like I like you know what I'm saying. It is the shit that I've been dealing with. So of course I'm out here. Of course on social media. I don't know if you see my social media presence, but I'm loudest. You never show you I, on my Facebook, yo. <laughs> that's crazy because I'd be wilding on Facebook. Yeah, good. You know what I'm saying? I'd be wilding on Facebook. Um, oh, I've been having people block me. Mm-hmm. It's my new like, favorite pastime, calling out ignorant racists. Well, people have been blocking me left and right. But I have a black friend. Boy, get out of here with that. Well, you got a Doja Cat friend. Okay. So, like, you know, I'm like, that's that's my role in this. I feel like I'm really out here. I get affected by it every day. I'm talking about with this whole thing going on, bro, I can't. I was walking my dog at night, bro. I left my wallet upstairs. And, like, this, this resident, I'm down the street. He pulls into his parking spot. He looks at me. And just instantly grabs the phone, bro. Like, I'm freaking out at this point. I don't have my license. Florida is one of those states where they, if you don't have your license, like, that's a that's a stop and frisk right there. I'm walking my pit bull. It's nighttime. I just got done with the gym. I'm in the hoodie. So I'm over here freaking out, bro. I come upstairs, like, anxiety is all at us. I'm over here about to have a breakdown. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this shit ain't cool. Yeah. Yep. This shit ain't cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that way you can only imagine how. Infections where yeah, like, you get targeted all the time. How will they feel? Yeah, you know, you, I don't live in the hood. Yeah. Shout out to Mama Duke. Work, work her ass off. I don't live in the hood. Yeah. Like, Leesburg. I live in Leesburg, Florida. Back in August, I got jumped by a biker game. Mm-hmm. I got jumped by a racist biker game back in August. Like, you know what I'm saying? That shit don't stop anything from happening with me. But, like, because I don't live in, in the predominantly hood community, I don't have to worry about cops patrolling my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about me walking my dog most of the time being stopped and frisked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? You see, you see videos all the time. Police officer wants to talk to somebody with a dog. The dog get aggressive. They shoot the dog. Yeah. I ain't trying to get my dog shot. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get upset. Then I'm going to get shot. And then what they going to say? Oh, I feared for my life. And beat the case. Nah, that shit. Mm. Shit ain't cool. So what's so? What's your role? Reality we live in. Um, so I guess my role is one, try to break the cycle and that narrative of this is what we were taught. Uh, mejore la raza, keep within the Hispanic community. I want to break that narrative first and foremost. I don't like it, I don't respect it, I don't appreciate it. We're all, you know, we are all entitled to human rights, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of what we look like, how what language we speak, all of the above. Um Two, my new favorite pastime is calling out racists. It's fun. You know, seeing people that you went to school with and you thought y'all were cool, but then when struggles like this come up, they're silent or they keep saying, what does looting and rioting have to do? What does it change? Well, they got you to talk about the topic, right? (laughs) Say that. (laughs) They got you to talk about it. You care more about Target, who has insurance and can be rebuilt than an innocent Black man who was murdered in cold blood. Mm-hmm. Or they love saying, well, he was not as innocent as he portrayed to be. That's not the point. Mm-hmm. That's not the point. What happened at that moment? He was killed. In front of God and everyone, he was killed. That's my point. And three, um, I haven't really told a lot of people about it yet because it's not set in stone. I'm waiting for my acceptance letter. But I'm planning on going back to law school. Yay. And, you know, yeah, I am. I just decided <laughs> this week. I'm planning on going back to 
possible. Seeing all of these innocent people being arrested, protesters, the black community, everyone, all of the above, and they don't have anyone that wants to represent them or nobody wants to get their hands dirty to defend them. Well, I want to be that person. Mm-hmm. I will. I want to make a difference. I feel like that is my my calling. You know, we what need. To, that's what. That's what I feel is right, or what I should be doing. I didn't week. ask you before. Did Kim Kardashian influence you in that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hearing you say it now, I was like, hold up. <laughs> Just a little bit, but I mean, that's another person that she gets clowned for, and not saying she doesn't do dumb shit, because man, she does dumb <laughs> ass shit. But she's using her platform, she's educating herself, and she's making a difference to the Black community. Mm-hmm. She's being vocal about it. Yeah. So I applaud her. I respect her. I'm like, damn, you know. She's she has, and also she she now sees it and she brought it up herself when she had North. People treat her daughter differently than they treat her. Mm-hmm. It's little things that you start to notice that, wow, I need to use my voice and my platform to make a difference. So, yeah, I mean, I originally started in law and then I changed it because I was kind of scared of law school and all of the above and went to business. But I was like, damn, for what? I could have been making a difference to the community now if I didn't let my fear overrule, but you know mm-hmm. better late than never yeah that's that's the thing you you found purpose behind what it is what law school is um which is most important when we you know go throughout life with no purpose we kind of do things and then forget our reasoning for why we're doing it and we get lost and caught up but once we find a purpose behind what it is we're doing nothing can stop us we're going to be successful everywhere and anywhere that we go so you're going to be great thank you gotcha. Who else? What's your role? Sebastian wants to go last. That's what he looked like. <laughs> I was like, who's talking? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Um, so I think I kind of touched upon this earlier, and Tian and I had this conversation, you know, on the sidelines. Um, obviously, like, I, I have a very interesting role, I guess, per se. Like, to, I see it at least as interesting. Like, I don't want to... And I feel like people have said this, but not directly at me, like, oh, let's not make it about something else, right? Mm-hmm. And and that whole make it as something else is like inserting like the whole Latino Hispanic thing into there. And like Stephanie said, like, obviously I, I wanna educate my people, right? And by my people, I mean like my family, right? My very Dominican black ass family, even though they think they're not black. Um, and like, I see, I see myself as an ally and as, you know, and I'm actually, Tia, you might hate me for this and you're going to yell at me, but I'm thinking of protesting tomorrow because there's a protest in my town. And I I don't, and I don't, I've, I didn't want to protest because I saw how scary, right? And real shit got when people were getting tear gas thrown at them and all this other stuff. Um, And there's also a very interesting dynamic in that whole thing where like, my boyfriend's a corrections officer, right? So it's it's hard to be like, yo, it's not all cops because like, I know like, for example, my boyfriend is not one of those cops, but I can't speak for him, right? Because I'm not at work at, with him. And, and I mean, that's not, of course, me saying that it's okay for him to do whatever he's going to do, but it's a very weird thing because he doesn't know that I'm going. So tomorrow's going to be a big shock. It's like, yo, where are you at three o'clock? I'm like protesting, Um, you know? And, and he, he says, he says, you know, that was wrong. 
like what happened to George Floyd, what has happened to other people is completely wrong. Like, and, and my boyfriend's white, mm-hmm. okay? Like white American, like his family is half Italian and I forget the other half, but he's fucking white, all right? He goes outside, he comes back pink. Um, so, so for me, I'm like, I'm an ally, right? Because sometimes, and it's not necessarily happened like all out in the open, but like at school, right? Like I had a lot, of, I have a lot of black friends. I can't say had. Um, and in some instances, like I may have not been accepted mm-hmm. into our small little, you know, black community because I'm not black, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm thankful for the friends that I did meet that did accept me and take me to, you know, different things. And like, you know, Caribbean day, even though it was Caribbean day, everybody on there was fucking black. Like I see one other person that looked like me really. Um, But you know, like my role is to educate, of course, continue educating myself, educating my family, Um, you know, having these, I've had these kind of tough conversations with my boyfriend and because he's turning it more against the whole police thing. And I'm like, yo, you may not be a bad cop, but I bet you do know a lot of really bad ones. Um, you know, and it, it's been tough because there's been times that I'm like, yo, do I really want to be with you? <laughs> like, because we had these completely different, um, you know, like um, ideas and visions. Like he's more, you know, talking about it with the police brutality. And I'm like, this is a human's right, like human rights issue. Like yeah. this is a problem. And it, and it shouldn't have ever been a problem, but it is. Yeah. And of course, like if I ever have kids, my kids could come out my color or darker, who knows? And, you know, it's just educate, again, just educating, whether it's myself, people around me, my family, like I've seen, of course, my mom change the way that she says things. And I'm so proud and so happy about that because sometimes she would say little things here and there, like let them slide. I'm like, girl, that's racist. You know, like you can't say that. So that's that's my role, or at least what I'm trying to make my role be. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm proud of you. Good. Good job going to protest. Just be safe. That's my only concern. <laughs> I told my friend, I was like, I was like, I, so my friend works at, um, my friend is going because her daughter happens to be black, right? Like half mm. black. I mean, my friend is black too. She understands it, but she's Dominican and Cuban. Yeah. Um, but she's like, I'm going because I have to speak up for my daughter. She's like, my daughter is going to be seen as a black woman before anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but my friend works um, at a police station. So she knows like the details and she's like, they're all getting ready for riot gear, whatever. Mm. I was like, are you sure we should go? Yeah. It's scary. Like, even though this is a very, you know, Hispanic town or whatever, it's scary. You don't want something, somebody to do the wrong thing and then everybody, you know, gets in trouble type of thing. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And that's the thing, like, when you, it sound, you're solidified in your role in the movement because to know that there are, there's so much opposition against us and you're deciding still, I'm going to walk and make that move that's a very critical and important thing. And especially with the idea, I wanna to speak to the idea of um, uh, is one a few bad apples with the cops, right. that whole idea. I, I think we need, not I think, but we need to stop being so offended at people saying that Black Lives Matter 
Doesn't mean that blue lives don't. Blue life isn't a real thing. It doesn't mean that cops need to be killed. What that is saying is that there is a systematic form of oppression that goes down all the way into the policing system. The history of the policing system is rooted in slave catching. And these are manifesting in black people being killed all the time, every single day, even when they're not publicized for everyone to see. Um, I have uncles myself. I consider uncles, they're from Plainfield, they're cops. I love them. Them being cops makes nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with them. I know how they act, I know who they are, but they will still stand up and protest and say Black Lives Matter because there's an, there is an understanding that just because it's a little bad apple doesn't mean that I have to accept the whole system now. But understanding that the system is bad, yeah. right? Like we understand that the system is bad. The system is not meant for everybody. Yeah. We understand that we're being vocal about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Being people to enforce that system yeah. makes you bad. You might not personally be a bad person, mm-hmm. but you as a job, if your your job is to enforce that corrupt system onto others, yeah. that is a bad job. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Right. And I'm happy for the talks of dismantling the police forces. Go ahead, Steph. What'd you say? When the other cops were watching it happen, why didn't they do anything? They Yesterday, they showed pictures of one of the officers. One of them was Black, you know, mm-hmm. biracial, but still Black nonetheless. Why didn't you say anything? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you say anything? Why did you guys cover for and it? It's, like, it's to the point where you think about it. I, I have friends. I have friends who are actual, you know, cops. You know what I'm saying? My homeboy's a cop. His pops came to all my football games. He's a cop. And it goes such and such and forth. And I'll tell them, I'm like, bro, I love you to death. I think you're a great human being. I'm happy you're in my life, but you're a bad cop. How? I don't do nothing wrong. You enforce a system that is bad onto people that they're not for. Let me tell you, I'm going to be straight up with you. If, you. if you're a cop and you try to whistleblow on actions, you get consequences for snitching. So nobody wants to snitch. So everybody just stands around and lets shit happen. And you standing around, you're a bad cop. But at the same time, you're thinking... Oh, I don't want nothing bad happen to me though. Mm. I don't. I don't want nothing bad happen to my family. My family. And it's shit like that. Is just the way that the system is played out. That you you're working for a bad system. I'm be honest with you. You know, I saw Chris Rock. I was watching his performance. He said, "Yeah, you know, you can always say there's always a few bad apples being funny, and whatnot. But shit, if you're not an airlines had a pilot that didn't know how to land a plane, yeah. would you uh-huh. be flying though? You know what I'm saying? Like it goes hand in hand, bro. I I, I practically got fired from Walmart. Why? I ain't followed the corporate rules three times. Mm-hmm. Three times, dog. But this man had five complaints? Mm-hmm. No, he had 17. 17 complaints. <gasps> and a lot well, let me let me get let me get five complaints as a flight attendant for Delta. Let us get one. <laughs> get one. Get one. You <laughs> got a talking me. to for having for showing up like what? Yeah, like <laughs> come on, huh? So yeah. like you got all these careers that people gotta be upright when they got their uniform on. But you gonna tell me. Oh, but they're people too. Dog, at the end of the day, like, I don't know how it is up there, but down here in Lake County, you getting paid $33,000 a year. Hmm. You go get that shit anywhere. You can you be a server at two different restaurants. You save your money. That's that's over 33. Yeah. One more thing I wanted to bring up because I was watching. This is the last one I'm pro- I promise. I'm sorry for cutting everyone off and bringing <laughs> But I keep thinking of it as I go and I'm like, damn. Um, I was watching Nick at Night and they gave an episode of Family Matters and it was the episode where... Um, the son was pulled over and was handcuffed unjustly because the officer was like, oh, you don't belong in this part of the neighborhood and you fit the description of the man we're looking for. Mm-hmm. His dad is a cop. 
as you know, and he didn't believe the son. He said, well, I'm going to find out for myself why you got pulled over. Mm-hmm. He met with the two officers at a diner and was like, why did you pull over my son? And they said the same thing. He was where he shouldn't have been. He didn't, he had no business in that neighborhood, um, in a predominantly white neighborhood. He has no business there. And then he realized to himself, damn, I'm defending these people, but look how they treated my son. Mm-hmm. And the one officer that did it stormed off and he asked the younger officer, hey, um, son, why did you become an officer? Um, you know, I want to make a difference in the community. I want to stop the bad guys. And he told him, well, your partner is a bad guy and you didn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And it made him think, you know, and then he went to his son. He apologized. I'm sorry for not believing you about why you got pulled over and the racism that you faced. Let's go tomorrow to file a complaint. He's like, no, I don't want to file a complaint. I want to do more. But it's, you know, the dad is like, this is the tools we're given. We need to do it. It's not right. It's not justice. But we need to file a complaint and make it a point. That's where it begins. Logging that evidence of this is how you treat people. Logging that brutality. Logging that injustice, you know. So I thought it was very interesting that they played that episode during a time like this. And it's great. And they need to keep playing that episode because it makes people aware. If you don't want to hear it from people you know in regular everyday life, then maybe if Hollywood portrays it to you, you'll see it differently or you'll believe it. But and then like I always want to play that victim role saying that people just don't like us. Like, bruh, I love firefighters. I love the EMT. I love other first responses. Why don't I love you? Mm. I don't come in this world just hating cops. You can't just teach me to hate every cop. Yeah. You can't teach me you can't just, somebody just teach me to have this viewpoint in my life at this point. I'm 25. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've been, since I was, come on now, since I was like 13, I've been dealing with bullshit. Mm. At least. You know what I'm saying? What point do I go from cute little kid to being a threat? Yeah. And yeah, ask Tamir Rice that. Bro. While he's on a playground, right? He hits me the hardest out of everything, dog. Mm-hmm. But it happened when I was in Ohio. It happened in Ohio. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit hits me the hardest out of, I'm not saying any of theirs is less, but like there's always that one case that hits you harder than like something else that makes you start looking into everything. So it makes you want to start yelling. It makes you want to start moving. You know what I'm saying? That's real. I do want to ask Sebastian um, about what you feel your role is in the Black Lives Matter movement. So it's, so I'll start off with the with the bad apples thing too, cause cause it's funny. Um, my boy posted like the other day. He's like, I don't know why everyone always tries to twist things into like their own narrative. And the thing is that the bad apples, the pro, the what do you say, pro, proverb, proverb, what's the right yeah, pronunciation? Proverb. proverb? Yeah, the yeah. proverb is that um, a few bad apples spoiled the whole bunch. Ooh, and that's that's like. That's like actually the the fucking saying, but everyone just goes, a few bad apples are not that bad. I was like, no, 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 that's not that's not what it says. Um, but but that's like, you know, people using like MLK quotes for whatever kind of reasoning they're trying to use or whatever. Um, so anyway, I wanted to just kind of like bring that out there because that's an important thing to like take under consideration. Just the way like words are twisted and people use words to like justify shit that shouldn't be justified. Um, so with regards to like my role, um, I feel like, so me personally, I feel like I'm in a somewhat privileged position in terms of like my understanding of like police and policing and all that type of stuff. Because I, so I wasn't born in the U.S. I lived in Colombia till I was like nine. Um, and growing up, like I experienced police brutality and it was not race based. 
because everyone around my block essentially looked the same, just like kind of light-skinned Latinos. Um, and police brutality was just like a way of life on our block. And the, the real reason for it was more class. Like you were in a poor neighborhood and like the police can just knock down your door and barge in and like, um, so I could tell stories about that. But um, when I came to the US, then I was also a victim of like police overstepping the authority with me. And, and it just puts things into a interesting perspective that um, kind of makes me understand that like police as a whole and the whole structure behind policing is, is really not designed for helping people, but protecting, protecting property or protecting the interests of like a richer class, you know, because in Colombia, the police weren't beating up just black people, they're beating up poor people. And in the United States, if you look at it, like they're, they're in poor neighborhoods, but you know, which generally tends to be populated mostly by black people. So it, there, there is like a connect between like um, the way police behave all over the world um, because they're all working under the same system. Uh, you look at Palestine, you look at the way the police behave with, um, with the Palestinians, you know, the Israelis, they're over there beating their ass and killing them and shit. So um, th there is a whole system behind all of that. And, I, and I'm grateful, like, it's not a good thing, but I'm grateful that I have insight to that. Um, because that I think plays into my role because I feel like black Americans need to establish um, a, a alliances and, and, and connections to people around the world because this is not just a movement that's going to change America and, and black Americans lives. If black Americans make a change in the United States, that's going to impact the way shit gets done all over the world because the United States sets the tone and the United States has the, the system under lock. The, the way policing works around the world is because the United States wants it to work that way because it's it's helping the United States carry out their agenda. So for me as an immigrant and a person who's seen it happen firsthand and who's experienced it, you know, with my own eyes and senses, like I know that that policing is the same all around the world. And like the change needs to come from the US and, and it also needs to be, um, you know, kind of like credited and uh, followed by people around the world. Like and well, for me as an educator and as a teacher, you know, I try to break down like the negative stereotypes that like my, my immigrant students come to in the United States when they think like black people are somewhat different and blackness is not something you want to associate yourself with because automatically it's going to mean that you're being deprived or whatever, whatever, when you're already being deprived or whatever, whatever. But um, so, so my role is, you know, it's education, it's global connections, forming alliances with people that don't necessarily think they have interests in common because I, I know it, I know we do. Like I've seen it, I experienced it, and I know that it's it's a matter of of getting all these people behind these causes and understanding that it's like way beyond just like what you look like or like whatever else, um, because because it happens everywhere. You look in Brazil, people now in Brazil said, "Yo, wait, that shit happens over here too." Mm -hmm. um, in, in Colombia, but in my neighborhood, police used to just like police in our marked cars. You used to just take people. People used to just disappear and end up fucking dead somewhere. And oh, who did? Well, everyone knows it's the police, but no one says anything. And and it's like that was just a daily life. And and perhaps we didn't stand up for it because that was a daily life. But here in the United States, people are doing something. I think people around the world are taking notice and going, yo, like like this happens everywhere. And like, what's the agenda behind it? Protecting capital, protecting the interests of a ruling class, keeping people in their place, telling people to shut the fuck up if they criticize the government. Like it's always the same agenda. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's my role, kind of bringing that awareness, that global aspect of the situation to put it into context and not just think people like, oh, it's about jo uh, Lloyd, what's his name? George Lloyd. It's just about George Floyd, yeah. Floyd, Floyd, yeah. It's like, it's just about him. Like, no, it's not. This is not something that's going to stop just because 
one guy and they, they put in, in the, they put in jail like the perpetrators like that's not going to stop because yeah. it's a global thing and it keeps going and it's everywhere so like Imagine, ain't you a teacher man i am I'm a, I'm a social studies teacher man yeah you got like the platform right there to make a difference yeah exactly and that's what i do, I do. Yeah. Yeah, man. I have like discussions with students about police brutality, just to kind of tackle all those different uh, biases that they have and all that stuff. And I show the videos and we do we do this shit, man. Like we we get into it because that's like the only way to do it. I can't do a Disney version of it because there is none. Yeah. Song of the South. Yeah. Song of the South. Yeah. <laughs> I get yeah. yeah, yeah, talking about slaves or workers and whatnot in the textbooks. Hey, Sebastian, um, question from um, Mama Myrna over here. Do you have any students that, like, feel a certain way? Like, oh, all lives matter, or I don't see the issue, like, Black people aren't oppressed. And if you do, how do you respond to it? Well, I, I have a really cool, thank you for the question, by the way. I have a cool platform because I teach US one. And it's like, it, you, I, I tell them how this country was founded. Like if this country was founded and we're going over people, <laughs> were, people were, were kidnapped and people were put in ships and fucking killed on those ships if they spoke up or did anything and plantations. So I have a great platform with you as one. Um, and I go over the Native Americans who is my students basically, like that's their ancestors, getting robbed, getting raped, getting murdered. Like this is, this is just like what I do. So um, by the time we start tackling like more current issues like they already have a basis to understand that like this country is built on oppression and this country is built on like the backs off of slaves and on the land that was stolen from natives um so so they have an understanding that's like like yeah well the particular groups are suffering um so you could talk about all lives but like you you weren't saying that when you know you were slaughtering the natives and when you're enslaving the blacks so like their lives didn't matter so you know and, and these issues although they're they're from back in the day I go, well, look at what's happening now. Do you see the connection? How can we understand that connection? Wall Street, 1933. Yeah. Yeah, it's ongoing. It's ongoing. People think it's like, oh, stop. No, it's ongoing. Yeah. It's a cycle. Yeah. So mm -hmm. so it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Sebastian. Because that's why I, I've learned to value because I didn't get it before because you're a troll. <laughs> and the way you yeah. said oh, shit, sometimes yeah. it doesn't, um, it doesn't, you know, translate well with the way that you say it sometimes but it's because you're being a troll and that's um you're being humorous in the times that i've taken it but now that i've learned you and understand you um to an extent i can um i'm glad like recently i value the experience and the the voice that you bring into this conversation because like i said i didn't understand the global dynamic of everything i've read about it and heard about it i know that there's brutality happening um oh you gotta research it you gotta research it. Like, like uh, on my block, like no one liked cops in Colombia. Like, fucking everybody hated cops, and this was open. No one was like, "Oh, we gotta reform the police." They're like, "No, fucking shoot the cops!" Like, yeah, to so the point the where the people stood with Pablo Escobar over the cops because that tells you something. That tells you something because people are upset. Yeah, I see my grandma handcuffed by a cop, like in front of me, because he thought she was selling drugs in, in our own house with no warrant. Like, you know, this this is like that's common shit. So. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, exactly. And that perspective, bringing it into the conversation, especially in the community that you teach in, is so critical and important. But not only are you showing a global oppression, but the key thing that you said I wrote down was establish allies. Black mm -hmm. people in America have the opportunity to establish allies um, because of the fact that what we are going through, number one, I think Aaron mentioned before, 
Black people are always at the forefront of everyone else's movement. So what we do in America, people are now in France and people um, in other countries protesting and supporting because when they see it, we there's also that going on in their country. So and when yeah, we establish that allyship, we can break down the system. Yeah, the, the whole thing too is that in Latin America, people don't stand up because there's no clear, um, like there's no, no one to clearly point at. Like people in my neighborhood wouldn't stand up to police brutality because they couldn't say, oh, you're doing it because we're black, because mm -hmm. we're mixed people. Mm -hmm. So no one knew why they were doing it. You knew it was because you're poor, but like no one had like a pinpoint place that said, oh, you're doing it because of this. So we're all mixed. So it's like, oh, most likely it's happening because you're criminals or something. But, mm -hmm. but there's nothing clear. But in the United States, like black people like understand it's because I'm black. Like yeah. that's how it's always been. It's because I'm black and I'm going to say it. And people around the world are going, oh, oh, shit, we have there's reasons here, too. I just haven't been able to vocalize it because I'm not built in that same scheme that people in the U.S. are. You know, and people in Brazil, people in Brazil, they, they have all these different labels of blackness and, and mixedness and all this stuff. And, and, and they, they can't get together because that prevents them from understanding, like, what the issue is. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. And we've all presented. Uh, well, I haven't. I'll explain my role. But I did want to point out that the roles that you all shared that you believe is your purpose in this movement, um, they're all different. Right. And that's something that I did want to kind of solidify on the podcast is the fact that we all have different roles in the same movement. So a lot of times that is used, especially between the black and brown community, because all we've seen about uh, Latino and Hispanic community in the Black Lives Matter movement right now is what happened in Dykeman, right, where the Dominicans came out and started chasing black people off. That's what we have seen. That's what the media is showing us. But I want us always to recognize that we all have a role in what's happening. White people do as well. Um, so we can't let divisive media and divisive ideas split us into two. We should come together. Like what we're doing now is super powerful, especially with the perspectives. I didn't even know we were going to get this deep at all. But especially with the perspectives that we've all shared on here is super powerful because we do need to establish these alliances because we are all under the foot of oppression. But all it is kind of like that meme that we see. All we have to do is stand up to turn the tables. But how can we stand up if we're not standing up together mm -hmm. and actually have a weight? So um, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. And I'll share kind of my role in what I believe and then ask these last couple questions that I have. Because we've been talking forever, but it didn't <laughs> feel like it. Um, before, you, before you start, I'm going to okay. send you a video. And it's an IGTV, so you can um, send it. I don't know how to. I mean, I can figure out how to link it and put it on that little group chat. Yeah. But actually a group of people from Dykeman that, uh, that were like, yo, what happened the other day was wrong or whatever. And I saw it this morning and it was really cool to actually see people that are from that same community actually be like, yo, what those group of people did was wrong. Yeah, we yeah, stand absolutely. with, you know, the other group, whatever. Yeah, so, I love that. Because it was, it was funny. It was, well, <laughs> not funny, but... Funny to see how in that same, you know, rooted Latin Dominican community or whatever, like half people like us, right? Because they're all young. Yeah. Changing that narrative. So yeah. I'll, send, I'll forward it over to you guys. Thank you. And I'll share that with everyone. I'll download it because I'll probably repost it too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in terms of my role, um, being a Black Muslim woman in the in Black Lives Matter movement right now, um, I've always been taught being in the nation of Islam that we all come from black people. The world was established by the original people of the world are black. 
Um, so when I came into Jersey, because I lived in very like kind of white and black towns before then, when I moved to Jersey, I was super excited to see other types of people, Dominican, Puerto Rican, uh, Filipino, which I didn't even know what a Filipino was back then, like different types of Asians and everything. Um, so I have always been in love with culture because number one, I was taught that we're all connected. And then number two, I love language. So, um, and number three, it's, um, the culture is rich. Culture is just beautiful. And I also have that love for travel that everybody may know about. Um, but my role, I'm starting to realize I've always been made fun of um, in my family because Tia, where are your black friends? You have no black friends. You're always <laughs> hanging out with these other people. Da, 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 da. But I'm, even my skin color and everything that I am and how I am, I'm very much able to mold into different roles and into different, not roles, but settings. I'm able to mold into different settings. And I like learning other, other settings before making a judgment and passing judgment on them. Um, so in terms of that, I've been kind of dealing with that question of what is my role right now? Because I haven't felt the energy to go protest because I did that back in 2014 and 2015. I'm over it. Um, I haven't felt the energy to be on social media attacking people because I also had to deal with that and block high school teachers who told me all lives matter when I was speaking up for black people, high school teachers, my high school teachers. Um, what kind of education were they giving you, you know, like exactly, exactly that, that sub subtleties that they left in my mind, you know what I mean? And um, I'm starting to realize that this is my purpose in this movement right here. Um, I do have the ability to be who I am and how I am. And with that, um, being an educator as well, not in the same way as Sebastian, I hated the classroom, <laughs> um, but being an educator as well, um, connecting the ideas, breaking down the schemas that we've been all given um, and having critical conversations like this one um, to where we can start to create a unity between us um, and between different communities so we can have that allyship and actually make change and actually keep things up because there is a need for every single role that we've talked about and listed in this conversation right now. And when we all come together in support of each other, right? Cause these are all our roles. When we all come together in support of each other, then that's when we'll be able to stand strong, right? That's yeah. when we'll be able to actually do something and to create change. Um, so I'm, I'm just so excited because I feel like all of us have accepted our role, no matter who we are, no matter our background, no matter what we have believed about ourselves and our identity, no matter what race we take on, no matter what America has told us our race is or um, uh, whatever racism has told us our race is, um, we have all kind of accepted that we have to make change and we have to work together yeah. to do it. And Tia, another thing too is like that I've been seeing people do a lot and I feel like it's wrong. It's like, so if we accept our roles and we acknowledge that we have our own abilities and our own innate things that we should fit into, we yeah. can't undermine other people's roles. And this might be controversial and people might not like it, but mm -hmm. looters play a role, violent people play a role because you know what? We ain't doing that shit because yeah. we got our own whatever we think and they're doing it and they're showing rage and that's fine. I'm yeah. completely cool with that because you know what? I can't think of a country that was founded like on peace and like Kumbaya, like the power is just going to hand over things to you. You got to put fear into it. You got to put fear into it. Like, like if the system is not in fear, the system ain't changing. Mm -hmm. So like if people are looting, okay, cool. You know, let them do them. 
I don't have an issue with it because they're pissed about something. Yep. I don't care how you want to frame it, but they're pissed. And that's cool. I'm going to piggyback off of what you said, right? Like, yeah. I've had, again, I've, I've said it. Like, I was like, yo, I don't agree with it, but you do what you got to do, right? Because I'm... I'm really, like, I'm not a violent person. Like, I can get mad, I can curse at you, whatever, but, like, violence is not my thing, never has been. But I'm not going to tell you, like, oh, that's wrong. You do what you got to do. If I don't believe in it, I'm not going to tell you, like, okay, you know what, you should change your mindset. But I recently, I told a family member last week, they were like, oh, that's, you know, that's so messed up, blah, 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 like, they shouldn't do this. And I was like, yo, burn this shit down, like, straight up, like, in front of my grandma. Yeah. And my grandma was like, oh. And my grandma's very religious, like super religious. She's like, that's so wrong, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, really, that's wrong? I'm like, but everything else happening is not wrong? Mm-hmm. I was like, look, burn it down. You want to burn it? Burn it. And, and the reason why I was like so mad at them for saying like, oh, that's so wrong or whatever. Like nobody else here is Dominican, but like in DR, when people like protest and riot, like burn tires. they burn tires in the middle of the fucking street. So how is how is you burning a tire different from somebody breaking a fucking window? <laughs> it's not. Mm-hmm. So I was like, burn it. And I said the same comment again this day, like this week, like in the morning, like, you know, you're watching the news and the same thing, you know, oh, people are sending police cars on fire and whatever. I was like, burn it all. And I just walked away. (laughs) And and it's so funny, Smiley, because you see people that like business owners that literally sympathize with their own businesses burning. I seen it. They're like, yo, I don't know why the fuck everyone's so bad about my business burning, but they weren't mad about a man dying. And he's like, I got insurance. I got insurance. I don't really worry about it too much. Like you see it. But people that don't even own a business, don't even own shit, they're so worried about people's businesses. Smiley, what does your boyfriend say when you said, when you said, Well, I, I didn't say that in front of him. Oh. <laughs> hey, yo, tell him. But nah, but like, for example, like, I'm to be like the corrections officers. Like, I'm saying, uh, yeah, right? Like, I'm saying, like, I didn't say it in front of him because, you know, he's at work, like, literally all the time. Um, and, you know, his whole point was, yo, that's fucked up. Like, they shouldn't be doing that. That's wrong, whatever. And I was like, yeah, it's wrong, but the history of America is wrong, right? Like, all of these countries have rioted have been looted like all of this other shit is going like i'm like how far in history have you really gotten mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah like we well not, i'm not saying the people, party. right right we come from I, looted lands we can't take some sneakers like, come on never right. find a target in the hood but like it's it's funny because uh you know it's the same thing like we came from looted lands you know it's like, oh, you're taking something. I'm like, yo, you have, you have insurance, right? Mm-hmm. Things can be rebuilt. Somebody that I actually went to school with said that there was a, there was a protest in a nearby town in Union City um, where people, again, are mostly Hispanic. And the, the first thing was like, I really hope people don't, you know, loot our businesses because they're mom and pop shops from like, you know, our people. And of course, like it hurts when you say it like that because it's the same thing, like, you're, you're an immigrant, you came to this country, the American dream. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked it because I, I understand where she was coming from, but I was like, yo, if somebody gets mad and throws a brick. Like, Can't be mad at that. Right? Like, yeah. how, like a oh, cop yeah. shot a kid, oh, you know, I accidentally shot him. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where's the, you know, like, where's the difference? Um, 
But and if you as a Latino can't can't relate to the rage, then you haven't studied your history. Exactly. I'm sorry, you haven't. Or you are negating your history. Yeah, yeah. because it's convenient yeah. for you at the time because you want to be comfortable. Or it'll yeah. be like, oh no, you know that person that burned the tire in the middle of whatever riot it was. Like we don't associate with that. Like every everybody does that. Yes, you do because mm-hmm. it gave you your freedom. So yes, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like I I recently relearned because I learned this and I totally forgot that like. I went to Rutgers because of a program called EOF, right? Educational Opportunity Fund. EOF started, well, basically because of the New York riots years ago. And a friend of mine was like, yo, he goes, you remember that's how like, like our friendship started because of a riot. And I was like, I totally forgot about that. Like good things can come out of bad things. Mm -hmm. Growth is pain. It doesn't feel good when you're turning it off. <laughs> yeah. Dang. And for for people who listen who are, let's say, religious and spiritual, I'm reading the Quran right now. In the Quran, it says that when a man is under the foot of an oppression, they have every single right to act in violence against that oppression. The, the Constitution <laughs> says it. The Constitution says it. Like, you don't even have to get religious. Like, the country says it. You can do it. Well, when people were crying about not getting haircuts, with machine guns and assault weapons on the Capitol saying, I want my haircut, but it's a problem when somebody says, I want to be treated like a human no. being. Speaking specifically to that, my friend was in Austin during, and she went to a protest for Black Lives Matter. The week prior, the Capitol building had been open for those haircut and mask protesters to go up to uh, and protest not wearing the mask. Do you know that SWAT was sent in for, uh, in Austin, for the protests for Black Lives Matter, and they closed the gates of the Capitol, did not allow them in, and SWAT was there patrolling. So it's it's insane. It's insane. But you got to think about what both protests signify. One of them is literally advocating for the system. Let's make money, keep business running. The other one is saying, no, 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 hold up your profit bullshit. We want human rights. Hold yeah. up making money. We need human rights. Like that, those are different things. One protest is literally saying keep the system running. The other one's saying stop the system because we need rights. Mm. So like great like that. The reaction is different. The reaction is gonna be different from the power structure, you know, like because SWAT is there and the police force is there to enforce and protect capitalism. It's not exactly. there to break it down. That's exactly. why they come hard against us. Exactly. And the thing is we put a lot into the law of being able to bring us justice, but the law backs them up. The, the law doesn't bring us justice, it brings them justice. Yes. It protects their shit. Yes. And also, they're crying about why, so the coronavirus doesn't matter anymore. You're not wearing masks. You guys oh really God. ripping your masks off. Oh, I know. Machine guns and stuff on the Capitol Square saying, I feel oppressed. But when people that are actually oppressed, you just keep saying, well, I just find it funny how nobody cares about the virus. Really Man. Yes. Yes. Of, I have you guys. If you really feel so many memes. Hey. I've seen they so many specifically if anybody's Great. listening to it specifically all of you posting Great. that on your status. I would like I would like to say something. Hi. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hey hey. I am I will be 53 years old October the 2nd of this year. Ooh, you I'm be- old school, you feel me? And it's a beautiful thing to hear every one of you guys have say something so it touched my heart literally oh, like I want to cry but I don't because I had to stay strong for you guys. But coming from <laughs> coming from home as a young person myself. Uh-oh. Oh, oh you froze. Hold on, you froze. <laughs> oh. Yo. 
We call this the government listening in. Oh, <laughs> get out of our conversation. Right? They don't, they don't want to bridge the gap, the gap between the generations. Back. <laughs> oh my God, come back. No. Come back. She was supposed to go off. Yo, I literally got chills when she started talking. I was like, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, <laughs> uh, let me text him. Yo. They FaceTime me. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my God. All right. So I'll turn you up. This got real yeah, put mom back on. Oh, they want to talk to you. Hi. Hey, there you go. Sorry about that. It's okay. Look, the government listens. They're like key words that they have, and they just they butt themselves in and they listen. (laughs) No, I just I was just saying, like listening to you guys. I'm sitting here just listening to every one of you guys, and you know, at the end of the day, even though everybody's saying different things, it kind of all you guys come together, and I can just feel the strength of the voice that you guys are saying. You know, in a time like this. Like me, like when I was young, you know, certain things I couldn't say, certain things, oh, I was told to leave it alone, it's none of my business, you know, and and I feel good to hear you guys talk about things like that, because not only is it affecting you guys, it affects me, because I have kids, Mm. do you understand? Yes. That touches me, you know, and I hate this, I hate all this is going on, and the racism, and, you know, just uh, things that, like, we're supposed to lead by example in this country. Yes. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. This, is, this is why they call it the liberty, the freedom of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, the freedom to express ourselves, to tell people that what you're doing was wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he has a badge. You still did not have the right to take somebody's life. Mm-hmm. I don't care how you feel once you step foot in your house. Yes. This is your job to protect and serve. You know? Yes. But yeah, that's, 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 that's what I wanted to say. Thank you for that. And we need your voice too, because... Um, like Sebastian kind of alluded to, there's, you know, there's a gap between our generations, our parents and our children. Yes. And to hear like your voice coming from your experience and wisdom and your background as to what you're seeing grow in our society today, that's very important. So thank you. And yes. we'll continue to do this because that makes you proud. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. I hope to meet you one day too when I fly down there. I'm out. I'm out. I got to be out. Oh, you got to go? Okay. Yeah. Peace. Thanks. Stephanie and Aaron's mom. Sebastian says uh, bye, everyone. Bye. Peace. All lives matter. But if black lives don't matter, no life matters because all life came from the black man and woman. You have your existence because of us. So black lives must matter if your life is to matter. So this is an interesting time.